Hey, I'm really glad you're with us tonight as we celebrate baptism. And uh, two weeks ago, we gave a, a whole series, a whole, whole sermon on baptism. We traced throughout the New Testament about what is baptism, when, when should you be baptized, how should you be baptized. And, and we put a call out at the end of that message. We said, who will be obedient to what the scriptures teach on baptism? And 30 people are getting baptized over the course of this weekend. Um, and what I want to do is, as we do this, I want, again, to invite you, if you have not yet been baptized, to get baptized uh, once you have put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. You know, Romans chapter 6 was a, a verse we, uh, or chapter we looked at when we talked about it. And Paul says in Romans 6 verse 3, if you have your Bibles, just open up there real quickly with me. It says, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Baptism is that declaration That declaration that it was on the cross where Jesus died and took the payment for our sin. We were made righteous, not by our good works, not by us coming to church, not um, even uh, obeying all the rules. We, We only come to God through Christ and what he's done on the cross. Now, most of the world does not believe this, folks. Just want to be open. Most of the world thinks that a relationship with God is received by how many good things you do or having your good deeds outweigh your bad deeds. And the reality is, is no, you have to die to yourself and come to Christ. You need to repent of your sin. Repent of your way. Repent of your independence from God. And, and place your allegiance, declare your dependence only on what Christ has done for you. That is called faith. Faith is trusting God at his word. Faith is trusting in what Christ has done for you, not what you're trying to do. And in this passage, it simply means that as we are baptized, we're showing that identification with Christ. We're showing that identification that when he died, he died for us. Our sins were placed on him. And when he died, the full and final payment of our sin was placed on him. And so when we dunk someone under the water, okay, they're identifying that when Christ died, they di- he died for them. They're identifying with his death. And we don't hold them underwater. We bring them up, okay? And when we bring them up, we declare that life is through Christ. That is, Christ was resurrected from the dead. We too are aligned and identified with Christ's resurrection and his life that he, he has given to us is a life that we want. So that we're no longer enslaved by sin. We're no longer trapped. We're set free because of the cross of Jesus Christ. And we look forward to his Return, Church, this is a demonstration of faith. This is a picture of the saving work of Jesus Christ. And you're going to hear that saving work of Jesus Christ into the lives 
of 10 people tonight. 10 people are going to share this story about how in their lives they came across that story of Jesus, of what he's done for them, and they put their faith and trust, and they repented of their sins, and they trusted in Christ. They turned from their way to trust his way in their lives. You're going to hear those stories. And at the end of their stories, I'm going to ask you, do you believe, do you believe that Jesus Christ is your savior, that he is your Lord, that he is the one that you will follow. I'm going to ask you to put your faith in him. And we're going to baptize these 10 people. And you know, we do it more celebratory. Other churches do it more solemnly. And we stand up and we cheer when someone comes up out of that water. We don't cheer them. This isn't about them. This is about God's work in them. And so I just want to invite you as a congregation, as they come up out of that water, we celebrate the life that is in Christ. And I'd like you, especially, and even though you may root for KU and they got walloped this week, just stand up and celebrate what Christ has done like you would when your team wins. Because this is a win, folks. Our elders, when we thought about what can we measure to see that the, that the gospel is going out in the lives of people. It's how many people believe and are baptized. And that's what we do. We celebrate these things. This is a win for the advancement of the gospel of Jesus Christ in our church. And so we celebrate that. We want to celebrate this. So I want to encourage you to do that. Um, I also wanted to uh, just let you know after this and when you hear these stories... I want you to ask after you hear each one of these stories and you're going to hear from adults and you're going to hear from children this evening, but the gospel relates to everyone in this room. And it's my desire that if you came in here thinking you could be good enough to earn God's favor, that you would leave here falling on grace. That it's only your faith in what Christ has done for you. And you would have the confidence to say along with these people, I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. And I believe in him for the forgiveness of my sins and for now the pattern for my life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this good news through Jesus Christ. May we as a church celebrate your work. Thank you for each one of these 10 people who are going to get baptized. And we just applaud your work in their lives. I pray that you would speak through them to us. For it's in the name of Jesus and in the power of the Holy Spirit that I pray. Amen. All right. Well, it's my privilege to uh, ask a young man to come join me up here. Will Baker, will you come on up? His family. I accepted Jesus as my Savior when I was four. There was a thunderstorm one night, and my mom came into my room. We were talking about Jesus, and I decided I wanted to trust him as my Savior. I feel so thankful that Jesus died for my sins. Jesus told us to get baptized to show that we believe in him. That's why I want to get baptized.
Well, before you get in the water, I want to share something with you real quick. 1 Timothy 4 has a verse that's written to, to young, young people. I consider myself still young, so. It says this, 1 Timothy 4.12, it says, Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in your speech, in your life, in your love, in your faith, and in your purity. And man, my hope is that as we all get to see you grow up, that you live a life of great faith in God through Christ. Will Baker, because you believe that Jesus is God's Son, who died on the cross for your sins and rose from the dead, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You were once dead in your sin, but are alive to God through Jesus Christ. I'd like to ask the uh, Pogues to come up. Steve Pogue is going to go first. Well, I just want to share with you a little bit about my story. You know, it's kind of hard to think of how you summarize Joe's message and all the words you hear of, of Christ's great grace he's done for us. But uh, kind of summarize that by just starting with, you know, I grew up in a Christian home, which uh, provided me the great opportunity to go to church and Sunday school every Sunday, um, hear the message of, of God both as the creator and as, as Jesus as the savior. Um, and I really had no reason to believe that those weren't true growing up. That um, also meant that I was baptized as an infant. Um, still, I had to take ownership of that faith. Uh, I, had to, I didn't really have any one salvation moment, but there had to be those times when I had to decide if what I believed was real really was real. And those moments came like when I started college or when I got married, uh, moved to a new town, started a new job. All those times when I had to choose, was I going to follow the, the path that God had laid out for me, or was I going to try to follow a more worldly path? And uh, I'm glad to say that I've continued on that path that God's provided, the path that acknowledges that I am not perfect, I am a sinner, and that uh, God gave his only son uh, as a free gift to me, to, to be that sacrificial uh, gift to, to forgiveness of my sins. Uh, I'm in constantly learning more about what that faith in Christ uh, has for me. And I think one of those learning moments, as Joe was talking about, was uh, when he was talking about baptism. And, you know, it's one of those things where you don't realize, you study the Bible, you, you listen to sermons, but the connection between believing and baptism and the, the quick connection that that should make. And I just feel like this is the right time to be baptized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. I honor you for being obedient to the scriptures. And I have a verse for you. It's 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. And I just want to personalize this. I continually remember before God and, and uh, our God and Father, your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. And I've known you since I've been here. And you've seen a lot of things happen at Fellowship Bible Church. And you have served uh, behind the scenes. And you have done it as a workman of God. And you're an inspiration. You've been flexible. You've been uh, dedicated. And you have been prompted by love. 
And uh, it's an honor not only to be your pastor, but your friend, and to raise kids with you. And uh, I just am honored to do this. It's my honor to baptize you. Steve Pogue, based on your profession of faith in Jesus Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. You were once dead in your sins, but now are alive to God through Jesus Christ. That's okay. Now we have Tammy Pogue. I trusted Christ as my Savior many years ago. I understood that I was a sinner and that Christ died on the cross to take the punishment for my sins. I know that I will have eternal life with Christ when I die because of his sacrifice for me. Growing up in a Methodist church, I was baptized by sprinkling as a baby and after I was saved. I knew that the New Testament method of baptizing was different and have wondered the last several years if I should be baptized by immersion. It seemed, though, that this was for new believers and I'd been saved such a long time ago. I was glad when Joe clearly explained two weeks ago that if, you've, that if you have been saved, you should be baptized by immersion. In obedience, I want to do that today. I'm extremely grateful that the Lord drew my heart to his at a young age. By faith, I am seeking to grow and mature so his kingdom can be accomplished. I'm thankful each day for his grace and mercy and pray that my heart would be aligned with his. My favorite verse is Psalm 37.4. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Tammy. In Matthew chapter 5, Jesus says these words. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people put a light or light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Um, Like Joe, I've known you guys for a little while. And I love seeing the light of Christ shine in your passion for your family and for the children of this church, including my own kids. So thank you for your faithfulness, and it's my prayer and hope that you continue to shine all the brighter for Christ. Tammy, because you believe that Jesus is the Son of God who died on the cross and rose from the dead, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You are once dead in your sin. And have made alive to God through Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alex Pugs getting baptized next. Hi, I'm Alex Pogue. I'm 15 years old, and I'm a sophomore in high school. I've been coming to FBC for as long as I can remember. We were in the old building, and then we built our old building, and then we're here. So we've been here a long time. When I was younger, our family went to Sunday school and church on Sundays and Awanas on Wednesdays. 
one day it just made sense and I realized that I was a sinner and I needed God to save me. I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart and devoted my life to try to live for him. Since then, God has been showing me that I need to serve others by helping with Super Kids Super Camp and Camp Barnabas. Serving at Camp Barnabas really helped me realize that God is the only thing you need to be happy. Nick and my small group leader, Tim, have been teaching me a lot of things about God. I'm so thankful that I have them in my life. I'm getting baptized because I want to show everyone that I believe in God and what he has done for me. Thanks, man. Before you get in the water, I've got a scripture I want to share with you. This is from James chapter 1. Verses 2 through 4, it says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. This is um, the beginning of your journey with Christ. And it's not a promise that things will be easy, but it is a promise that Christ is with you when they get hard. Let that be an encouragement to you that when things get hard, um, it's making you more complete in Christ. Alex, because you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, who died on the cross and rose from the grave, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried in your sins, made alive to God through Jesus Christ. Alex's brother, Caleb's getting baptized. Hi, my name's Caleb Pogue. I am 13 years old and in the eighth grade. I've been going to church all my life. When I was, ex- when I was six, I accepted Jesus into my life. And I haven't gotten baptized because I thought I'd do it when I was older. I want to be baptized to show that everyone that Jesus is my Savior. Man, that's awesome. Um, for you... I thought of uh, in Joshua 1, 9, it says, Be strong and courageous, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Um, as you continue to grow into your faith in Jesus, especially as an athlete, um, there are going to be times that it's hard and scary to live out what you know you believe and to be who you know you are. Let that serve as an encouragement to you to be strong and courageous, because even when it's hard, Christ is with you, um, and you'll get through it. Okay? Because you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried in your sins, made alive to God through Jesus Christ. Andrew and Jamie Tague are being baptized tonight. Um, This is going to be done a little differently. Their dad, Rick, is going to be baptizing them. Come on up, guys. Here's Jamie. Hi, my name is Jamie Tague. I'm blessed to have grown up in a strong Christian family and in this church. I accepted Jesus into my heart when I was three and a half years old. I don't really remember it, but I remember as as I was growing up, my parents reading Bible stories to me every night. We would go to church every Sunday, and I began to just go through the motions. i go to a private Christian school, and I thought, since we talked about God and studied the Bible, I had a relationship with God. 
When I was in eighth grade, I remember my Bible teacher telling my class how we will make a lot of decisions in our life, but the most important decision we will ever make is to have a real relationship with God and to truly own it ourselves. So it's not just something our parents believe in or we talk about in church, but something real to us. It hit me then that I had to take responsibility for my faith and that I wanted a deeper relationship with my Lord and Savior. This Bible verse has encouraged me. Colossians 2, 6 through 7. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Growing in my relationship with God is the best thing in my life. I'm continually practicing to keep God first in my life, in everyday situations, which by only his grace and strength I'm able to do. I want to continue to live my life obeying and glorifying God. <clears throat> Jamie, your mother and I could not be more proud of the young, godly woman that you've grown into. Uh, we are so impressed with your commitment to Christ, and we know that you live it day in and day out, and you're a, a great example to us and your friends and, and people you come in contact with. I have a verse from you from Colossians, which speaks of the uh, focus of our heart and our minds. And as you continue on in your Christian life, I want you to be uh, focused on spiritual things, and there are so many distractions in the world, but we want to be challenged to uh, think about things God would have us to think about. This is Colossians 3, verses 2 and 3. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things, for you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Jamie, based on your profession of faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. You've died with Christ to sin and have been made alive in Christ. Hi, my name is Andrew Tegg. I'm 13 years old. I accepted Jesus into my heart when I was uh, four years old, reading Bible stories and praying with my parents. I believe that Jesus died for me, and I'm glad he is in my life. I've also grown as a Christian through Fellowship Bible Church, school, and growing up in a Christian family. As a Christian, one of my goals is to be more like Jesus. I'm thankful that when I die, I will go to heaven. Andrew, your mother and I are so proud of you and the, the young man that you are and your commitment to Christ, and we see that commitment uh, through the way that you live. <clears throat> I have a verse from you from uh, my favorite book in the Old Testament, the book of Proverbs, and it's chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. As you continue on in your, your uh, growth and pursuit of manhood, I would challenge you to uh, make all your decisions based on uh, what God would have you to do. And as you seek after him and seek what he would uh, have you to choose in those decisions, he will bless you and use you in great and mighty ways, I have no doubt. Andrew, based on your profession of faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. You have died with Christ to sin and have been made alive with Christ.
Wyatt Johnson, come on forward. I was raised in a loving but uh, very dysfunctional home. I had six siblings, all except for one that struggled with addiction with either alcohol or drugs. Uh, My parents both had problems drinking as well. My father did up until he died. Uh, I had a rocky relationship with my my dad for most of my life. Uh, Through my childhood and adolescence, I suffered uh, with depression, anger, and thoughts of suicide. I fought to fit in and feel normal in social situations. As you can understand, I didn't really have a healthy family structure. When I was in sixth grade, I met a family that would become dear to my heart, um, the Thomases. Uh, Kyle and Craig were two brothers who accepted me and uh, built an, an outstanding friendship. We ended up spending very much time together, and I was kind of a clingy person, so if I got attention, I basically wore out my welcome. I was the guy you would kind of hope went away. Uh, it's true. Uh, the Thomases accepted me for who I was and started investing in my life. And I don't, I don't mean that lightly. I mean, I went on family trips, their vacations. I mean, they, they integrated me as part of their family. Um, uh, at a very pivotal point in my life, they began taking me to church. And um, I know today that they were showing Christ's love through their actions uh, for loving me. At uh, summer youth camp, uh, when I was 13, when I in our cabin with um, my friends and uh, a pastor, uh, accepted Christ as my Savior, understanding fully for the first time what he had done for me. Through the next decade, I made good and bad decisions. Um, through everything, God was loving and patient. Let me make my mistakes. Accepting Christ doesn't mean any, everything was instantly better, but for the first time, I understood there was hope and trust. I'm a dynamically different person than I was that night in the cabin. God worked to let me uh, let down the walls of my stubborn heart and for him to work on me. In the 11 years since then, I've ignored God's command to get baptized because I like my comfort zone behind the scenes. Speaking to a group of people is, is uh, sharing my heart is not in my comfort zone. I use the excuse that knowing, myself, knowing that my salvation was not dependent on, on being baptized. And tonight, tonight I yield another hang-up to God. From a broken legacy of my family growing up to a new legacy with my wife and son, and he's in the nursery because he was... He wasn't being he wasn't being good. Anyways, he's a great kid normally, just a little antsy. But to a new legacy for my wife and, and my family, built on the teachings and life of Christ, I want to see the I want my son to see the truth in my life as I lead my family. The truth that through Christ's separation from God on the cross, the pain that we can never know, his sacrifice paid the debt for my sin. The truth that only Christ can fill the void and bridge the gap between God and man. That's the legacy I want to leave for my family. Wyatt, it's uh, been my honor the last two and a half years to see Christ working in you and maturing you into a man that really uh, is pursuing his heart. And uh, what you just read is is true. Um, you are beginning a new legacy uh, for your family, and, uh, and it is an amazing thing to see. And uh, man, the work of God in you is is tremendous, and so I hope. Uh, that you that you can truly see that I think you can, but I want to encourage you with that. This is the verse that I chose for you. It's Hebrews twelve one and two. There, therefore, since we are surrounded 
by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every hindrance and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Why? Because you believe that Jesus died on the cross and rose from the grave. I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You were dead in your sin, made alive in Jesus Christ. Please have Shannon Wynn and the Wynn family. My name is Shannon Marie Wynn. I was four years old when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. When my mom had cancer and my dad had a car accident, it brought me closer to the Lord. I didn't know it, but God had a plan for me, and I wanted to know what it was. I heard that Jesus loved me and did not want me to go to hell, but to know, but join him in heaven forever. I accepted him again as my Lord and Savior and started reading the Bible. Today, I am going to be baptized to show that I believe in Jesus. This is what I believe. I am a sinner. I deserve death. Jesus came, died, was buried, and rose again. He took my sin on the cross and forgave my sins so that I can be saved and have eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. I pray that someday all of you will accept Jesus as your Savior too. We can all be together in heaven with Jesus. And as your dad, I just want you to know that your mom and I are so proud of you, as are your brothers here uh, this evening. And I've got a couple of verses to read for you from uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. And it says here, Just as you know how we were exhorting and encouraging and imploring each one of you as a father would his own children, so that you may walk in a manner worthy of the God who calls you into his own kingdom in glory. And for this reason, we also constantly thank God that when you received the word of God's message, you accepted it not as the word of men, but for what it really is, the word of God, which also performs its work in you who believe. And Shannon, that's really true of uh, you over these last many years, isn't it? You have such a heart and a, a fervency for truth, for God's word, for Jesus and sharing him with others, don't you? That's a heart and a passion you've had, and that's our prayer for you, is that God would use you in your life to share the gospel, to share Jesus with many, many others. You already do. I know at school and in the neighborhood and other places, I pray that they would respond to that truth, and many would come to a saving knowledge of Jesus through you through you and your life. Okay, darling? All right, let's do this. Shannon, because you have placed your faith 
in Jesus Christ. You believe that he is God, that he died for your sins and was raised from the dead. I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. You were dead in your sins, but have been raised to newness of life through Christ Jesus our Lord. I'd like to have Michelle Kaichek join me up here. Six years ago, my family and I came to Fellowship Bible Church, which is where I would have to say what I now call my unexpected journey began. Before this point in my life, I had never had any form of personal spiritual relationship. When I started at FBC, the walls around me were miles deep. Forgiveness, grace, humility, I had no idea what any of that was, let alone what it looked like. Through through strong godly friendships that are spiritually bound and committing myself fully to prayer, I slowly began to change. The anger I had held on to so tightly turned to empathy and sadness. The unforgiveness that kept me so safe in my own personal world turned to forgiveness. For the first time in my life, I found myself standing still and finding peace in the silence. I am slowly learning to truly trust in Christ for all the things that I now know he never wanted me to handle on my own. Praying daily that I'm walking on the path that was created for me, not one that I have created for myself, and always making sure that my eyes are wide open to help me see the moments he places in front of me that can make a difference. As I stand here today, I want to thank God for Corey and Kelly for humbling me to see that going to church is so much more than just showing up on Sunday and for the patience he showed in never giving up on me. I can honestly say that I now realize how far I have come in this journey and yet how far I still have to go. I'm excited, not scared, for whatever lies ahead, and I will continue to pray that my life will be a reflection of his grace and love. Michelle, it's been my honor to be your pastor and to even work with you on so many outreach efforts of our church. You are a deep woman of faith and of prayer. And uh, this ministry goes on because people like you are praying for it and lifting it up before the Lord. And your family is uh, blessed by the Lord because you are a woman of prayer. And in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 16 and 17, I want this verse to be, um, be of encouragement to you. It says, May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us by his grace, gave us eternal encouragement and good hope. May he encourage your heart and strengthen you in every good deed and word. And you are a blessing to have in this church. It's my honor to baptize you, but it's also my honor just to watch what God is going to be doing in blessing every good deed and word from you. And uh, we just commit you to the Lord. Michelle Kaichek, based on your faith in Jesus Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You were once dead in your sins, but now have been made alive to God through Jesus Christ. God bless you. (laughs) 
You have just seen demonstrations of what I've proclaimed to you in the word of God. You've seen people who have come to a realization of their sin. You've seen people who have come to a realization of their inability, their impossibility of coming to God based on their good works, based on them showing up at church, based on what they give of their time and their efforts. And you see people who are trusting in God through grace because of what Christ has done for them. And that is a message that has just resonated in their lives. The story of the gospel that God has loved us through Christ, that God has paid our price for our sin, that God is putting an end to the reign of sin in our lives and giving us the promise of eternal life. That is the gospel proclaimed to you. It's proclaimed through the word and it's proclaimed through 10 people's lives. And I just want to ask the question, is that your faith? Is that where you put your hope and your confidence in the God who loved and loves you through Christ? Have you put your faith and confidence in what Christ has done for you? If you have not done that, let me just encourage you by faith tonight to take that step of faith. Tonight, based on what you've seen and experienced in here, I would like you, if you do not know Christ and you now realize that it's not about your works, it's about his work for you, that you by faith would submit at the cross. It's not your way, it's God. That you would bow your life and you would recognize Christ did this not just for them, but for me. If that's your faith, let me just ask you to cry out to God right now. God, thank you for what Christ has done for me. I believe that I am a sinner, but I believe that he died in my place on that cross. Thank you for your forgiveness. I believe in you. You said you were the way. I trust you are the way. Forgive me of my sin and give me the confidence of eternal life Only through Christ. If that is your faith, if that is your expression, here's what I want you to do. Tonight, if that's the first time you've done that, when we close this service, I want you to come up here and get baptized. Okay? The Bible says that when in the New Testament, when people believed, they got baptized. It wasn't something they waited for a a quarterly baptismal service to happen. They believed and they got baptized. So we're going to practice that tonight. You will go home wet. You will. And you know, after the first service, we had two people who put their faith in Christ and they came up here and I baptized them. We have towels. We can handle that. You will go home. Yeah. You will go home soggy. Get over it. Get over it. This is faith. This is the greatest decision that that you could make. And I just want to encourage you, if that is your faith, do not walk out of those doors before you get baptized. Okay? We want to be a family of believers that celebrates the work of God. If you believe tonight, get baptized. We have the tank and we don't travel. It's right here. Okay? Now, let's go before the Lord and, and pray. Heavenly Father, as we continue in worship, And we lift up our hearts to you. We're going to be singing about Jesus, our Messiah, the one who saved us.
that he's our blessed redeemer, redeemer and savior. And heavenly father, I pray that no one would leave this room without trusting in you. For those who have trusted tonight, may they come in obedience to your word and be baptized. We thank you for such a great celebration. I thank you, Lord, for proclaiming it in your word tonight and through your people tonight. That is the gospel in surround sound. And we thank you for that proclamation. Holy Spirit, work in us as we worship. May we express authentic hearts in appreciation and gratefulness to you. For it's in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.